So what is the crack? Welcome to another episode of Off The Leash. I am your host slash producer for today, Louise Cody. <laughs> we are unsupervised today, it's just myself and... And me, Special Bob has arrived as well. Um, that was very professional. I, I, I try. You're very good. I try. <laughs> I've set up all the cameras. If there's any problems with the cameras, it's my fault. It's all his fault. If yeah. it doesn't record, it's also probably my fault. So, yeah, so we we, were, we weren't sure if we are going to have a podcast this week because everyone was pulling the out. Doors so we, the, do- the doors were locked. We arrived, the doors were locked. Had to ring, rang Eamon. We were like, "Are you? where are you? I'm in Dundrum, he says. I was like, okay. Had to try to find the key to get in. The key then wouldn't fit in the door for us to let, get into the, the fucking podcast room. It and gets then, better. And then nothing was set up, so Bob had to... No, it's all turned off. But now it's all turned on. Like, literally, there's lines everywhere. That's why that mic wasn't working. It's turned down. Yeah, so I, that's why I, I was playing with that, and you You're were like, oh, I was trying to, but... She's fiddling Fiddling with, with the knobs. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's my favourite button. If you haven't if you haven't guessed it already, if you haven't listened to previous podcasts, I am a fan of the conspiracy button. Conspiracy is good. Yeah. Uh, I did get questions, but now, like, how do you find the questions for the questions? Right so if you go in, so what we've done is we bo- both put up on our social media. Now, this could I'm be so risky, risky business now. Um, we've put out questions to the to the public about what they want to ask myself or Bob. If you go into the post, um, it should come into your notifications, actually. It should, yeah, but I don't know where it is. Or if you click into your story and click through and swipe up. You swipe up, up, do you? Right, yeah. okay. Let's go to my Jesus. story. Jesus. We're teaching, you- teaching dinosaurs about social it media is, yeah. here, boys. Fossils. And I have such a big fucking following. And I still don't know where you get the answers to the questions. I'm so crap this. Uh, right, so let's see. I'll get my ones as well. And it was already considering going through my message request as well as a lol. But I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I, had, I sent you a thing on an email as well. Oh, yeah, I got that. And I edited it and sent it back to you. Did you? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and tell you, I'm super organized. She is so organized. So I'm so little organized about things. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do most of the things on social media. I'm the wrong. I'm like the wrong vintage for social media. And yet I have. I but yeah, you do it so well. I, I don't. But I don't do it. I don't actually do it at all. You I just, just turn make up. videos. Yeah. And just fire them out. I yeah. don't really think about it. After the video yeah. goes up on TikTok or. There could be a hundred videos in a day. Yeah. I don't think about video of one, two, three, up to 99. I don't think about the one I'm making. Yeah. I, I don't even look back. So I look back at the questions. So okay. if there was something wrong with the video, I don't care. Yeah, fair <laughs> fair point. I don't pay You're like, attention. it is what it is. This is me. If you want to be here for me, all my flaws included. But you, um, your, you edit your videos. What do you mean? I mean, you, 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 um, do you rehearse them? Do you do something? With um, them? So the ones that need specific limp, little, lip syncing um, see I'm so good at lip syncing but not good at actual speaking <laughs> you do a thing with your tongue as well yeah this has bothered me because I can't do it I, I can do like, I saw it's actually one of my questions of here questions. From, from Bob it's himself from I, the one I put up on social media was how do you do the tongue thing and it's there's no trick to it it's just something I've always been able to do like <laughs> I'm just like seeing it live is you're like <laughs> How do you respond? No, I've uh, seen it live. I've seen it and heard I've it live it all, in I've headphones. I heard that in headphones as well. There's there's an element of there was a little what bit it of sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Oh, <laughs> like a park there's, lizard. There is even another video where I put up and I actually in, I included the tongue thing for good measure, and everyone was like, "Yes, the tongue thing's back," and I'm like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" But it's it's because the video, the, the frame rate of the video makes it look even weirder. It, it makes it look like I've done it on slow speed to yeah. make it look fast, but it actually I just can't do it's that. It's just like, normal just, speed. Just yeah. I've been told I'd, I'm, I'd be a woman's dream is what I've been told. <laughs> Take with that what you will. <laughs> That's what my TikTok followers have told me. TikTok, the wildest <laughs> place on earth. <laughs> right, I have a question. Okay. So, with you both being content creators, do you get much hate and how do you approach it? So you can go first with that one. I do get hate, yeah, you do. Um, I usually tell them to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> because most right of them wouldn't do it in real life. Um, I always assume it's some dude with a neck beard sitting at home with his feet up on the table mm. in a big smell of your underpants watching television or flicking through TikToks. And he's just hit, he just does that to everybody. As yeah. he passes through everybody's account, he leaves a nasty comment or or he says something degrading mm. in some way yeah. to, to upset you. He's setting out to upset you because mm. he is upset. So I just block them and move on or I just ignore it or I just get bored yeah. by listening to it. So like when you're on your TikTok live so and you have like a a large amount of people in the live. Yeah. How do you combat with, like, as in, in terms of, would you have moderators now that would yeah. get rid of it for you? But no, uh, the scary bit, moderators can block people now. Yeah. You've got to be really careful with moderators, yeah. who you pick, because they could be just, like, gratuitously blocking all over the place. And yeah. there's not much you can do about it. Mm. Uh, as, a, as a creator, uh, th- you have to be aware that your moderators might be very defensive of you. Yeah. And there's someone might come into the comp for a bit of crack and they take it the wrong way. Yeah. They are taking offense on your behalf. So yeah. if you really care about the moderators, but I do have moderators, but most of the moderation do it on my own. Yeah. Um, and if someone was to, de- if someone gets blocked on the live and they DM me later on another platform mm-hmm. and go, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Yeah. I'll unblock them. Yeah. Now there's times where I have a couple of followers and they'd be kind of like me, like there it's this certain humor that comes across to people that don't know them. That yep. seems like they're giving me abuse, but they're not. And I've seen them been muted or blocked. And I'm like, oh my God, unmute them, un- unblock them. I'm like, that's not what they meant. They're only yeah. having fun. But um, yeah, I would get quite a lot of hate, but it's all from men. I don't get anything from women at all. Well, you get it, You assume it's men from looking at the accounts. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, there is an honor. I don't know. Women, women get more weird hate than men do. Men mm. get physical threats. Yeah. Or they'll get like abusive things uh, about family or about the car you drive or something yeah. in that manly sense. But women get more of a, a degrading yeah. thing. I think there's yeah. more of a there's much more of attraction to hate because uh, women are unobtainable to most people who hate you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're at that level there often here. They never. Yeah, yeah never. they want. Yeah, even like just today before we came into the podcast here, I was just telling Bob that i went on live to get a few ideas for questions and stuff like that and all i all i kept getting repeatedly which i never got before was um that accent doesn't suit your face and i was like what accent should i have like i'm like i am me like american yeah like what (laughs) and then it was just constant critiquing on my accent i was like listen I'm not here for etiquette lessons. I'm just here for topics. Get the fuck out of here. I think that accent thing, I think people will find something that they, like the committee used to say about the greasy hair thing. Remember that? Oh, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I have greasy hair too, or or I have spots too, or I used to work in Tesco as well, or do we always some yeah. sort of a thing that seems real to people? I think it, I think it affects younger people more than it affects yeah. me because I don't give a shite. Mm. Whatever, whatever I look like, I look like. If you yeah. don't like it, look at something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as in own. you don't have to be here. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't force you into my life. Yeah. So if you come here to make, Shitty like comments, difficult. Yeah. I'll just mute you or I'll block you entirely. But I think, I, like, if I didn't, I, at the beginning, I used to block, like, all the time. Hundreds in, in mm. 
various lives. I'd say I'd have probably 300,000 followers if it didn't block so many people in the first place. Yeah, okay. Because when you block someone, you end up blocking their friends as well because their friends are going, can you unblock Jason? Dunk, gone. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, well, you were obviously blocked for a reason, so yeah. you're gone too. You know each other? Right, goodbye. You're going too. <laughs> so I should, I should have had a lot more followers. Yeah, and there's a, oh, there's a lot of times where if I'm in any way of a sassy mood and someone comes in with something, there's times when I'd let them be muted and then like by my moderators and there's other times where I'm like, do you know what? You can fuck right off and I just block them there mm. and then. I'm just like, I'm just not in the humour for that and if they're going to do it once, they're going to do it again. Yep. So I'm just like, fuck that again. And then they bring friends and then they, once and then they, they tell their friends yeah, and once, their friends tell their friends. Once they find a, a, a pinpoint to hurt you with, like if yeah. they see a reaction from you, yeah. they're going to come back But that's it, that's what I find as being a female is that when they come at me over like my physical appearance and if I'm not with it on a day if I'm anyway fragile at all and someone comes at me with something you can physically see me deteriorate mood wise that mm. like my friends and my mother is be able to message me after and be like are you okay like they can see me deteriorate and then I'll just get off like mm. but I've gotten an awful lot better but in the like originally when I was on it I literally used to like fade and then I'd be like no I'm off and, and then I disappear for days like do you think that's a female thing do you think that's just really a uh, a sort of female reaction to the physical, uh, you know, complain about how you look. Well, I think it's not even that. I just think that females are so much more emotional as mm. well. Like lads just can bat off stuff like that. But I just think that we're we're just kind of, we're just much more emotional beings. And yeah, probably anyway, I to be honest, any of the stuff that they've said about my appearance, it doesn't affect me. Because I know what they say is not really true. Like, yeah. Do you know, and I like that, they don't know me personally. Like, so I'm just like, mm. I don't want to shower a fucking arsehole is what you're trying to say to you, actually. Just, just be a nice fucking person, Jesus. People are always trying to do, people are always trying to do something to make you feel worse because they yeah. feel bad. So yeah. I suppose once you have that in the back of your head and you know that a lot of the audience of TikTok is very young. Yeah. Some of them are too young to be on TikTok. They're actually against the terms and conditions. But yeah. other ones are between, let's say, 13 to 17. Who are just arseholes anyway. They just set out to be an arsehole. They want to get a reaction from you because that's funny to them to get yeah. a reaction from you. Whereas that reaction might actually really bother you. Yeah. Because you don't know who the person is behind the comment. Yeah. So I suppose that happens as well. Uh, I got one as well. This recipe for brownie. The brownie things. In case anyone didn't know, on my Instagram, I used a, a footage from before where I think it was last week we were mm -hmm. here, was it? And you brought brownies which were over here, which I ate the day after, and then I couldn't move for about six hours because I was, like, hyperactive. Ah, oh, fucking sugar rice. <laughs> There's so much sugar in it. There was a lot of sugar in yeah. it. <laughs> it was great, though. But people are looking for the recipe. Okay, so, well, I don't know it off by heart, but I have it home in my little recipe book, and I will put it up on this podcast story, even my own story. Well, that's good. Because um, I'd like to see that myself. <laughs> they're actually very easy to make. Very easy to make. Brownies and there's another thing you can make that are really simple as well as rocky cookies. roads and stuff and cookies. cookies. They're all real straightforward mm. things, but they're quite impressive when you see them. Mm. Um, are you really six foot or are you five eleven? Like every fella that says they're six foot, what height are you? I'm six foot one. Right, and you didn't have to move the chair when I was in the car. No, not at all. So yeah. you're you're, and if you look at that Instagram post I did with the two of us in it, yeah, we look the same height. Yeah, like exactly the same height. Fucker. So yeah, she is. She yes, is tall. I am. She is tall. Sitting down. I don't have home. a small man complex. If I was smaller, I would say it because number one, I'd probably get clothes that would fit me better. The Zara dresses wouldn't be tops on me. I find that funny when, when some girls say I'm able to shop in the man's aisle, which is grand, straightforward stuff. Another girl shop, I'm able to shop in the children's aisle, which is the smaller girls. At the me, I have to actually thing. go specifically onto online websites and shop in the tall section for the the big bitches. <laughs> 
<laughs> I literally, I, I went into Zara recently. I tried on every single dress that was in there, and I was like, oh, they only make dresses for. She's midgets. not freaky, really. I've met her in real life. Like, she's not a freak. I'm proportioned. Like, proportioned. Proportioned. Proportioned with herself. <laughs> oh, uh, any funny stories about making big bank on the cannonball run? Now, before you answer this question, oh, I know what happens on the cannonball run stays in the cannonball run. But is there anything that you're willing to d- divulge about? There was funny stories every sixty seconds. Fu- <laughs> I tell you what, the funniest reaction was because I had done cannonball before, so yeah. I remember that that it, there's a wall of stuff happens mm. on day one. Yeah, because you're up really early and you got to go meet all the cannonball people. You're driving very quick to get there. It was pissing rain the first day as well. And then you get to the car park place where all of the cars start to arrive around you. And Dave was just standing out looking around at all Wide the cars. Eyed. And every time he'd look up, there was another Lamborghini coming into the field. There was another something coming down the road. Just brand new cars. Then there's some wild stuff turns up as well. Mm-hmm. Some strange armored cars and things. And about... Five minutes after we arrived, I said, look, we'll go and get registered. You'd go up and get these lanyards and you get a little pack and you get like Manhattan popcorn and there's a can of beer and stuff in it. So the beer is going to become relevant for the story as we go along, right? Okay. So but we, we didn't touch any of the stuff. We just put it in the boot of the car. I, I threw the, the, there's a little shelf in the back of the, of the super. So I threw the bag in the back of that and we drove off on day one. But by day three, we'd forgotten about those bags until we were <laughs> coming out of Belfast and we opened the car door of the Supra, and there was the smell of beer from inside the car. I mean, a stink of beer, like like someone had poured beer all over the car. Yeah. And neither of us had drank in the car ever. Like yeah. that would never happen. So we get in, we drive. When you know when you get in, and the smell of something just goes away if yeah. you're in it long enough. You didn't even notice it. Like got at home, and the next day I came out to get the car washed, and I opened the door, and the smell of beer of it again. I rooted all over the car, but behind one of the back seats, one of the seats had been pushed back. Onto one of the can of beers we got free, and that just burst and was all over the car. <laughs> Toyota rang me three days later and asked me what the smell of beer was and where it was coming from. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What beer? beer? I don't even drink beer. <laughs> but it, uh, David was uh, wide eyed for the whole day. Like, like think about a laptop or a, a, a big um, Labrador dog. He's wide eyed at the best of times. Yeah, but yeah. his head was sticking out the window going, Look at the Lamborghini. He's <laughs> <laughs> already making the sound effects of the car as they drove by, even though they were not. Everybody's so nice. And every, let you sit in their cars and everything. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, it was fun. It was good fun uh, out though. There um, was no conspiracy theories out. No conspiracy theories. No, apart from the fucking ferry, which we got stuck trying to get on a ferry. Okay, we've got one. Do you know Saucy? Saucy yeah. Roger. Saucy, Saucy came in with, would you be fond of a podcast, you would? <laughs> I would, yeah, Saucy. <laughs> but then he asked, can you talk about your shared love for the heat? Bob films there all the time. Out in the heat. On the heat. On the heat. Out in the middle of there, JK, uh, JK Oz, is yeah. out in the middle of it as well, yeah. who rings me once in a while to yeah. find out what I'm doing out there. Um, I, I love it because being straight up in road and there's no, there's no telegraph poles, so I yeah. can fly drones and things, yeah. follow, filming the car. That's why I like to heat the most. Yeah. That and just and it's quiet. off-road track. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah, It's very quiet out there. Apart from the dog walkers, which is kind of weird when you see it, when you're coming at them and like what I have tonight was the, the new Defender. Yeah. And you're driving oh. across the heat. And, and it is extra large. <laughs> let me tell you. It's suited for you. I can <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's exactly the right size for you. <laughs> Fit me and all my long children. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> imagine when I have kids. They're going to be big fuckers. God You've got to find a husband to give you kids who's seven foot. And between the two of you, you make giants. No, I need to find someone who's very small. That's going to make me have small babies. Because I don't want to have to give birth to large babies. 
pushing the large babies out is going to be hard. No, because I have big shoulders as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're not small in any direction. No. I didn't say... <laughs> in any direction. I Thanks very much, Bob. The I ever seen You wouldn't want to be sensitive. No. Oh, God, you can't be sensitive. Oh, Jesus, no, you would Jeez, Not God. about your weight around here. You're a social media superstar now. You can't be sensitive. Leave <laughs> it at nothing. the door. Um, <laughs> can you do other accents when speaking? How many languages do you speak? Oh. No. Well, I could do other accents like Nessing. Do you know what? I actually can't do many accents off the cuff, but if someone is speaking, I can adapt their accent there and then. I kind of got that from my dad. My dad was the same. Like if anyone came to the front door at the home house and was speaking Northern accent or whatever, he would talk back to them like as if he was there from his whole, his whole life. Like, and I do the same if I'm talking to someone. Like I was living with girls from Cork and I came back for a weekend um, here and I went out with all my friends here and they were like, I've been in UCC three years and you spend two weeks with car girls and you sound like you've lived there all your life. I'm like, <laughs> yep, but I can't do it on request. No, I can't do it on request either. I lived in New Zealand for a long time and you started picking up the chops, chips and, you know, the funny ways of saying things because yeah. they're half Dutch and German. Yeah. There's all kinds of uh, nationalities on there. Um, but I did pick up a few little bits but I lost it instantly. I'm not good at picking up accents. Uh, languages. Not, or lang- Yeah, languages I can pick up. Well, because I travel an awful lot, you kind of have to... Be get some grasp or something but i haven't traveled in ages and as soon as you stop using it it disappears yeah all languages do it that's Everyone. it like i was like really good at french in school and like would have been fairly fluent we went, we went on holidays with the family every year to france like and then the minute i left school just stopped using it and i would i can do a little bit of it now but that's not the same as irish the same. though I yeah no, it's it'd be the same because yeah. like dad would have been in the join the guards when you had to be fluent in irish mm. so he still has a good grasp of it but I do you not have to be now no no, not at all. I don't. I don't know. Like if they do any of it. Just used to have to have like leave insert honors <laughs> Irish or something. Didn't you? That's a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an, like when Dad would have lecture down there, so he would have lecture through Irish. Like hmm. my nephew is in the Grail School here, and every time he needs homework done, he'd be like, "Gaga, can you help?" <laughs> <laughs> my my daughter's doing German in secondary school now, which I'm not strong at German. German's yeah. a very not complicated language, but they have ich heiße Louise. Yeah, they have yeah. different words. They're different for male and female, and it's, there's different. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every every verb and and uh, has a kind of female and male tense. Like, luckily, my neighbor's German. Oh. He's actually native German, so we oh, ask wow. him quite regularly, <laughs> and he gets he's a support for a software firm over here. Mm. Um, so he lives here. Because he speaks English, he gets bonus money. And because he speaks German, he gets more money than people who just speak English. So you get more money for every language. Mm. And he speaks German and Vietnamese, weirdly. Jesus. Two Vietnamese. very different languages. Yeah. Like it's, it's well, wife oh, okay, that's fair. I was going to say, like, what brought you to the, down that path <laughs> yeah. of learning Vietnamese? Like, <laughs> um, And then my last question for you, Bob. Well, these are all for me. Yeah. You're answering. Good, answer them. Well, actually... <laughs> I have two questions and I'm going to answer the basic one first. Is Jer Kieran a legend? Jer, only that you're from Carlo. <laughs> I know. Would you say Greg Cullen is Carlo or Leash? Oh, Jesus, that's a dangerous topic. Isn't it? <laughs> that's, it depends who you're talking to. I'd you, say it's Carlo. But it's so, like, it's, it's there's so a line like, in the middle of the town. Jer's house, the, the wall, literally, his house is like County Leash. The house next door to his is County Carlow. Like. Oh, so he's on the border. He's threading. He's threading. Depends on it. Uh, depends on where the wind blows. Then tonight, considering the weather, it's probably be Carlow. Moral story is yes, you are a legend. Moving on. <laughs> ha- okay, this is the last question. Now, you have answered this previously, so I don't think this person Oof, has listened to it. Questions. God, um, your audience love you. 
<laughs> they're not they're not asking me they're asking for you <laughs> they don't love me at all they're like bob please how did bob end up being a motoring journalist uh i loved cars simple as that i grew up watching top gear fifth gear every single possible gear thing that was on mm. tv um I, not that I liked them, but I, 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 the automotive world was ignited. I love or hate Jeremy Clarkson. The reason I do what I do is because he existed in the first place. Okay. Because he set that trend of videos and talking about cars in that way. Uh, and so I learned all that sort of stuff. But then when I had a normal job, I was a purchase manager for a bathroom industry and for the motor industry. Um, and I did normal day, nine to five type stuff. Mm. And then in 2008 or nine or something, I bought a house, I bought a car, and I lost my job. Oh, God. <laughs> and the whole world's banks crashed. Okay. All in the same year. And in What a time to be alive. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was like the most ideal time. So by the time we got to 2010, where my daughter was born, mm. uh, one was born in 2008, one was born in 2010, uh, we had a second daughter. We had already moved into a house, and now we had no jobs, no nothing, and it was all disappeared. So we had to survive with something. It was okay. I had redundancy and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I started a website called smokerspack.com, which started reviewing that smokers packs, which you have to order to get a cigarette and an ashtray and all that sort of stuff yeah. in your car. You can't do it anymore. So I changed the name to the nextgear.com. I think it was in 2010. And then um, I started writing about cars, just writing stuff, anything about cars, anything yeah. about whatever I knew about cars, the stuff I'd, and I wrote similar, I suppose, to Jeremy Clarkson or James May, Richard Hammond. They were the ones I knew. Uh, and then I started getting a lot of cars off Downies <laughs> town. And, uh, uh, and then Renault rang and I ended up with a press car that I'd never heard of what a press car was. And I was out suddenly driving in these press cars. Yeah. And then you just don't see it then after. It's just a couple of years pass by and suddenly it's every single week there's a new car. Yeah. It appears or even twice or three times a week. Uh, but that's the job. You have to make the job. That's not a job. You don't get paid to do any of that. Yeah. You have to make the job out of it. Yeah. And um, what what kind of cars have you got in the pipeline over the next few weeks? I know you have. You said you have the Defender outside. Mm, I have that for the week now. Uh, next week, I can't remember what the hell I have next week. What am I getting next week? I forget, I'm getting something else. Then the Kia EV6, which I have for the whole of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I'll be putting mileage on that because it's an electric car. I want to see yeah. how far it goes on a charge. How do you out. feel about the death <coughs> of diesel and petrol cars? I don't know if it's going to die. I think it's good because we had too many diesels. Mm. If uh, when I was younger, petrol was the main product. Petrol's relatively clean. Mm. It's a relatively clean product. When it yeah. burns, it it ignites, it burns off. There's not there's CO2, but there's not many other chemicals that over it. And it's very clean, so it doesn't, it doesn't leave a smog or a smoke or any of that sort of stuff behind it. Diesel isn't, because diesel uses compression to explode. So there's no spark plugs. Okay. So it compresses the fuel very rapidly, and in that compression, ignition happens, and then you get smoke coming out of that. So they have a smog. But when I was younger, uh, diesel, petrol was about 90% of the market, went down to 80. Mm. Then once it got into cars and people got good at it, it went down to 50, 40, 30, and then eventually it was only about 20% petrol. The rest was diesel. And diesel puts out a huge amount of CO2 mm. and smog and NOx and all these child-killing fumes. Yeah. And so it's no harm to get rid of some of them. Yeah. But we're going to miss petrol. We're going to miss performance cars. Noisy, yeah. nice, burbly V8s and v- V10s and stuff. Do you like the electric cars? Yeah, they're all right. They're all, they replace things like an Avensis. You know, okay. if you were driving something really boring a few years back, that is going to replace it. Now. Electric okay. cars do it. There's some nice cars in a straight line. They're okay, like Teslas mm. and things are all right. But on a corner, they're kind of weird. They don't drive like... 
I was actually cars. watching one of your videos there recently um, on the next gear. Thank you. Yes. It was the one where you did the Joe the Real um, Mad M Sport colour BMW. Yeah, the M4. Yeah. Um, and you spoke briefly about the cost of VRT. <laughs> Do you think you would start a movement to get it somewhat abolished because it's insane? It would cause, it, you, first of all, it would. The problem is it's a huge tax day for the government. Yeah. I mean, it's enormous. If mm. you look at the motor industry, it is the biggest single tax income the co- country makes, the whole country. It all comes from the motor industry. Mm. A big chunk of that's from VRT. Um, it has to go because it's 38% more expensive to buy a car in Ireland than it is anywhere else in Europe. Yeah. That's no reason. Because even like I'm kind of looking at cars at the minute myself and... Like the spec car that you would get in the UK in comparison to here. <laughs> like this. <laughs> it's just like. If we try and sell them a car, do we buy all our cars from England? Yeah. Try selling one back the other direction that was bought here in the first place. What's the spec and why is it so paddy spec? Yeah. Paddy spec was invented by them. Like It's a crap spec. It's the yeah, other end of the scale. The biggest thing for me is when you see like a like an Audi A5 or you see an M sort or whatever and like the seating is like that basic like <laughs> furry, not like it's, it's like the, the felt. thing on the side of it. Is oh, and I'm just like, if you're going to pay that kind of money for a savage car, I want it to look as savage on the inside like. Yeah. And if you, like, if you went over to Germany and bought exactly the same car mm. where it's built, you will get a higher spec for less money than we pay here. For the same car. They mm. make Irish cars over there. Like yeah. they make lower spec cars. Um, what car companies have tried to do recently was remove safety equipment out of cars because you can't see safety equipment. You know, like city safe, you know, that yeah, thing yeah. is supposed to work up to 50 kilometers an hour and it stops you dead. So they remove that, get yeah. rid of that thing. So it becomes a four star car instead of a five star car in the end cap rating. But they remove that because you can't see it. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting these leather seats, which are really good, but you're now missing all your safety equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so don't and drive at your own risk. <laughs> yeah. You're going to enjoy them leather seats, but they're going to hurt you at some point. Terms and conditions. Read the small print. <laughs> <laughs> but that is happening. That's, that's the, I don't know what we do here. It's just this little small island. If you've ever yeah. been to, you've been to France, right? Yeah. And you sit in France, you look at a map and you can drive, and you could drive to mm. Vladivostok in Russia, like. From France. Drive anywhere. Anywhere you want. Yeah. We seem to think that we're a little, we're Europe, this little tiny island over here. Yeah. And what goes on here doesn't have to worry about what goes on over in Europe. We're part of Europe when we want to be. Blissfully unaware. Yeah. When <laughs> we feel like it, we're all lovely Europeans. Yeah. And when we don't feel like it with VRT or taxes or double taxation on things, we're Irish. Yeah. And it becomes this weird hybrid version of being a European. Um, whereas like the tax in France is the same as the tax in Germany. Okay. Pretty much. They have so slight differences, but not much. You're saying it has to go. VRT has to Do go. Do you think, it, like, in the near future, will it be gone? Or? We need a complete change of government. We also need a complete change of the civil servants behind the government, mm. the ones that are permanently resident, that are, that are, when you become a TD and you walk into an office, there's a, a team of people who have been there for 30 years. Who are Bob Plavin for TD. <laughs> <laughs> it's they, coming. It's coming. They have to go. <laughs> they they got to go. They got just got to move on we yeah. got to shift on because society is now moving faster than politics can do yeah like society is building at a rate that politics can't keep up with social media the way we share things how we get information has all changed and they're still selling letters to start with akara and it's yeah. written in two languages on their back in the front and they're posting them out in the post they're still doing that yeah they don't know how to to keep up with young people Yeah, anymore. do you reckon the government are just a little bit stagnant? They're just like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. We've yep. been doing well the way it is. We're taking we in money, we're taking those taxes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta get to our T D, our ministerial position, then get a ministerial pension, and then wave bye bye. 
try and hold on if we can because the pension goes up and you can keep on the wages coming in and then retire into the Bertie Ahern mode where they all disappear and start doing a tour of all the countries and say, well, I've negotiated a peace agreement and I'm going to sit in the stage and get paid 10,000 euro a night to yeah. talk about peace agreements. Um, and that's there's the problem. They see a career path. We used to elect local TDs to represent the local interests and to try and get someone who represents Leash into a position where they have a little bit of power over Leash. Yeah. Now we're electing TDs to wait it out and see how long they'd be elected for. Yeah. Get re-elected. It's the main task. Yeah. Get, get elected again. Don't get displaced out of your job. Okay. And so I'll we need a complete revamp of how the speed of politics has to change as well. So, so okay, so moving on from a little <laughs> bit from VRT, if money was no object, what car would you buy for yourself? Money, no object. I would probably buy a very old Jaguar E-Type. Okay. As old as it could be and in the rattiest shape you could and do it up from Do it up, Because yeah. if you had as much money as you want to spend, you probably wouldn't have much interest in actually driving all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. You'd want something that I could get my fingers dirty on. Yeah. And I'd have to research, maybe even manufacture parts or something because mm. it's just not built anymore. Yeah. Uh, and start from scratch with a shell of a thing. And then 12 months time, you turn up with this perfectly restored yeah. piece of equipment that you did with your own hands. Yeah. With the help of hundreds maybe behind you. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, my, my answer is not, not as, as good as that one. <laughs> You're probably going to look at me and like, of all the cars. A Defender. I, no, I saw the Defender outside and I all, all of a sudden I've moved from Mercedes to Defender. I'm like, hello, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the Mercedes G-Wagon. G-Wagon, oh super car. Oh my Jesus Christ. Have you driven one? They are, yeah, they're absolutely brilliant. I've driven the Barabbas <sighs> one. I've driven the V10. There's a V10 one. Every now and again, I go on onto Carzone. I'm like pricing them, and there was one there yesterday, and it was like three hundred and thirty grand. You can get them in six wheel version. Do you know that? Six there's, wheels, there's two wheels on the back, and one, one the front. Oh, they it's are like a half track. They are <laughs> unbelievable. Like I'd I'd nearly buy one and live in it, like rather than have a house. Like and isn't it weird that something so square that's obviously designed mm. with a ruler, right? Nobody had access yeah. to a compass here. They're yeah. just all straight lines and things. Can be so cool. Oh, it's just majestic, like. There's that word. Majestic. Majestic as a weird Majestic G-Wagon. Mercedes, hit me up. Get back to me, please. <laughs> That's two Mercedes she likes at this yeah, stage. See, and I even I tagged mean, Mercedes in it. I know, and they did not. No, they did nothing. But the G-Wagon, though, I mean. G-Wagon you, is you, sexy. A press car of a G-Wagon, I'll take that, no problem. Even for a day. <laughs> Just a day. <laughs> Just a pretend like I have money. <laughs> They're super. All those, that end of the market, that unreachable. Oh untouchable end of the market is always so attractive I actually I kind of like the older style um, Jeep Wranglers they're cool yeah, yeah. super cool yeah, yeah. I, I like, like that American boxy cars look. I love American yeah. cars there's something really uniquely brash mm. about everything that America's ever done when they do it right they get things like big old Chevys with wings hanging off the back and they're like 25 foot long they're yeah. as big as a bus over here and they're just a car right yeah. when they get it wrong of course they make things like Chevy Novas which are horrible looking weird mm. normal cars but when they do things like Jeep Wranglers or those big they're not a, they'll break down every five seconds but they're still fantastic cars yeah they look deadly the size the bulk of the thing mm. like something about big American cars I really like I just really like big cars Louise maybe coughing is really nice is it Ooh. Jesus I, I was worried about because I am um, Louise has made me coffee she's also made me um, brownies, uh, brownies. I, it, like the podcast was a little bit last minute there. I had planned on making Kinder Bueno cookie cookie bars Jesus <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> that brings me on to my next question actually how is your PT going 
I was like, PT. Oh, my training. Yeah. PT, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking all the sweet treats and then I was thinking, training. You... Siva, I was there on my own last night. Oh. Matt was not well. Okay. He said he didn't come along. So I had one-to-one training last night, which hurt. Yeah, there's an awful lot more focus on you. <laughs> there is, yeah. There's a less breaks and there's breathing time. There's just me. Like, and when you're transitioning from one thing to the other, it's just like, yeah, go on. Because you're the only one transitioning. So They're like, no come pressure. on, Bob. You're like, I'm dying um, over here. But it's going really well. Like, I, I've never had that uh, level of attention, that kind of attention yeah. on you, where it's like, this is, we're going to work really your back attentive. tonight. We're going to work your yeah. legs tonight. We're going to work, you know. There's that kind of stuff where, and where are you buzzing after it? Like? You fucking yeah. Really the endorphins buzzing. are on. Yeah. Like you never. It's always getting there. You're, you're like, oh, do I want to? And then afterwards, you never regret. Yeah, ever. you never regret uh, exercise. If you if you get into the mood of it, yeah. if you actually do the thing. Uh, you never really regret what you're doing exercise. Mm. Do you exercise? Yeah, every single day. Right. Every what do you day. do? What's your workout? Um, I yeah, it depends. I'll do specific days, like where you where they tell you to do back. Like I'll I do leg day twice a week. I'll in a gym or out in the house or what? In a gym. In a gym. Yeah, yeah. I go to the gym. I am um, sometimes I go twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before before I was actually I I was <laughs> before before I was commuting to Dublin, I was going twice a day. And then when I was commuting to Dublin, I was getting up at quarter to five in the morning to go to the gym in Dublin before work, showering and then be in work for eight o'clock, then come home and then I'd have rugby and football training as well in the evenings. So Right. It was just to make sure You're that I was serious. doing it. Well, yeah. That's yeah. very serious. But like when the gyms closed, like when with lockdown and stuff like that, was the biggest thing for me was I, for my mental health, the gym is like number one. Whatever about like playing sports and feeling, being fit and looking well, like I do it to like work out stuff in my head as well. Yeah. So when it was closed, I was like, oh my God, I am imploding. Yeah. So when they take away that thing you're latching onto, that yeah. thing you do has been yeah. removed from you. You can't do I it. I literally, I had walked every inch within a five kilometer radius of Port Leash I was like I am fucking sick of this I was meeting the same people every day out walking yeah. and I was like oh hey how are you today yeah great okay grand before TikTok I could go for a run around Port Leash and no one would pay any attention at all not at all I could do the whole I had, a, I had all the routes worked mm. out that I could do around Port Leash I can do I have like a 5k route a 7k route a 10k route even a 20k route a really yeah. well and it all keeps me in the boundary of the 5k circular limit of your house so <laughs> I knew them all right so before TikTok I could do what I liked about two months into TikTok last year and I couldn't get 100 meters up the road without someone beeping a horn pulling over screaming at me oh, really? out the window Bob here's a picture here's a picture I'm not at that point yet so I couldn't do it I think it was a, there was a little point last year on TikTok between October and I'm going to say February mm. where the growth was massive the yeah. shares were huge and even someone who wasn't following you was going to see you yeah. as long as you put up enough content they were going to yeah. see something um, and during that time I couldn't leave the house I couldn't go to the shop I went one day I walked up to Lidl and uh, all the kind of reeky board lads turned up out in the car park I had to give my wife to come and collect me in Little to really? drive home yeah, I couldn't get out of Little <laughs> oh my god do you live in Portlaoise? <laughs> yeah oh I didn't realise that yeah um, I only get it on a night out now I wouldn't I don't think I think I don't know if you get that but in Portlaoise I don't think anyone is that brazen in my age anyway to come up to you very few yeah, so without alcohol if I'm on my own they will if the wife is with me it's zip. The, she even she's learned to detect when mm. they when they recognize me across the road or whatever. But uh, a lot of them will go out onto the storm. Yeah, just, just a quick like. Do you know what you mean if I take a photo? Is <laughs> as as it's already been taken. Yeah, it's already been done. <laughs> I noticed that little. Uh, there's a there's a young person thing to do to do this. 
but the phone. Yeah, was I like, was. Um, I went out on Saturday night, and Marty Gilfoy was playing in Ember in Portlaoise. Oh, so I went to meet him and brought him then to Fuck, welcome. I didn't know he was there. Yeah, Damn. and then um, brought him to welcome in afterwards. And there was loads of people. We were sitting in the corner, and there was loads of people trying to get photos with him. To the point where people were coming up and like, "I know you're on TikTok, but can I get a photo with you just to make you feel better because everyone wants a photo with him?" I was like. I don't care. Take your photo with him. I don't need the photo. Go on in there, will you? <laughs> it is a very strange thing. Like I have this winter vibes now on Sunday, and I, I know that's going to be wall to wall selfies, which is cool because that's what happened to every other one as well. It's the same thing. I think everybody in Ireland has had a selfie now who wants to have one this day. So it might calm down a little bit on, on Sunday, but it's it was a very strange because it's only this last twelve months. Literally is 12 months from uh, near enough now, like around this time. But your year. YouTube is quite, has a quite a large following, like yeah. bigger than TikTok, is it? It's, br- yeah, no, uh, TikTok exceeds it now, but in interactions, like it's nearly 70,000, 69,000, something or in interactions, YouTube is much bigger. Um, But there are totally different audiences. A lot of people on TikTok don't even know I have a YouTube account. Yeah. A lot of people on YouTube don't know I exist on TikTok. Yeah. So there's this. And they're two very different people. Oh, yeah. Completely. <laughs> yeah. There's a more mature man kind of aspect to yeah. Well, that's what I'm here say. to listen to me talk about cars, and I will talk about cars. And then TikTok is like, you can fuck <laughs> off. You can fuck off, and your mother can fuck off, and you can tell your mother's mother to fuck off. Get away from me, you pasty little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does happen, on things. And it's funny when anyone follows, like Philip Nolan's a friend of mine. He's a journalist in the uh, Irish Daily Mail, um, and he would follow me. He'd he'd come to the Sunday service lives on YouTube, and mm. I've met him physically and gone down to his house and everything. And he joined into a live on TikTok one night. And he sent me a message. And it popped up on the top of the screen in the middle of the live. He goes, "Fuck you, like two different people entirely. <laughs> you're like a different person on TikTok. It's freak." Who is the most famous person? To reach out to you. Like, not that you've met. Oh. Well, actually, you've probably, you've met a lot of people. So even the most famous person you've met. met. I often met a lot of famous people. Met a lot of famous people. Okay, so who's the most famous that you would say? Mel Gibson, Tom Cruise, Tom Hardy, I suppose. Uh, They're all, see, most of these guys are... Call it off! <laughs> when did you meet Tom Hardy? Cut, rewind. Like, that was only a couple of years ago. Uh, he's he's a brand ambassador for Audi UK. Okay, so when you have an an Audi UK event and he's coming he around, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with yeah. you. Yeah, he I'll turns be, up. He drove me. So I'll be um, your assistant. <laughs> it's okay. She she's always drooling. They had the Audi R8 launch in the UK, and mm. we went over to see this R8. It was a, it's their fast R8, and they brought all generations of R8, mm. even the famous one from t- from Top Gear. That Hammond drove in that one. Yeah. That one was there as well. So we got to drive everything. Then about half a through the day, I walked out and there was this social media. I can't remember what her name was. Fuck, she's off Instagram something. Yeah. 200,000 followers. Or something. And they're all gathered around this social media girl. This girl I'd never heard of her. Mm. And over here is this great big bearded guy with a check shirt and a hat on. And I looked at him and went, that's Mad Max. That's <laughs> 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 so my only thought was, God, that's Mad Max. Uh, and it was Tom Hardy. So... I went over and introduced myself and he's going, yeah. And I said, what happened to Tom? But when's Mad Max 2 coming out? When are you going to make another So it was all about Mad Max. I only wanted to because I'm a Mad Max yeah. fanatic. And uh, he says, sure, I have to go to the shop. Come with me. So we got into, into his R8 and he drove me to the shop at supersonic speeds. I mean, supersonic. As fast as that car could go. That's not hanging him out the dryer. <laughs> he was going. Tom, 
you have an awful lot to answer for. <laughs> he was very fat. Fuck, he was right. But then we got to the village and he got out and went to the shop and bought coffee and we stood around for a bit and then people started recognizing we go, we got to go because it was like yeah, people coming from everywhere out yeah. of every shop. Tom Hardy's in the town. Was he nice? Yeah, he's very nice. Yeah, very, very odd, but very nice. Yeah, I, I kind of, I love how he kind of combats people asking about his per- personal life online mm. and stuff like that. The way he's like, what's it to you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. a vibe. That is a vibe. His thing is dogs though. He likes dogs. Yeah, see, that's what makes him so much more attractive. <laughs> he does rescue dogs. I also love, what? Rescue dogs? Oh, rescue dogs, yeah. He does rescue dogs. A lot of rescue dogs. All right, so we just need to pencil in here now that we need to add the celebrity crush list back on to the <laughs> fucking thing. Tom Hardy's been added. He's added. Tom, he's very cool. Yeah, he's very, very cool. But he Is did he short? stare at you. No, he's about my height, I think. Really? Maybe a tiny bit shorter. So he than stares at you? Yeah, he stares at you. So he does his thing. We were warned after a little bit. No problem. His people... His person that was minding him, there was a couple of people minding him, but there was a person that was minding him to come over and says, don't worry if he's staring at you for a while. He's just figuring out whether he likes you or not. And so okay. he does this thing you just did to me an hour a second ago, which is this kind of, oh my God, it's like staring into your face. You go, what the <laughs> well, fuck? I'm, I'm quite intense though. So I actually notice that myself. I do, like I'm, I, that's one thing I judge on someone, whether I, I like them or not, is if they make eye contact with me. Mm. I got that from my mother. She used to always say stuff like, I don't trust him. I don't trust her. And I'd be like, ah, give him a chance. And then it turns out she's right. Yeah. She's yeah. right. Mammy's doing the yeah. best to yeah. do. The only thing about Tom Hardy is, might put you off, his little finger's broken. And so he has this weird way of shaking hands. His finger does this thing. Disappears. That's okay. It's, it's very, still attached to his hand. It's still attached, <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't come out. So it's always there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like fucking your man we, we did it on the podcast before where it's like Talladega Nights I don't know what to do with my hands like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the most famous person that I've ever spoken to do you do you ever watch Suits Suits yeah I know the, I know the program I never really watched it Lewis Lit sent me a message on Instagram oh yeah was it a, like a dick pic or something no 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 just basically he had seen one of my videos on Instagram or not on Instagram on TikTok and just was reaching out to say that he liked my content. Jesus. And I was like, I actually, it was like, I was just trying to play. I was like, play cool, play cool, calm down, calm down. Just say and, thanks. And uh, I said, <laughs> I said it to the lads anyway, and they were like, which one from Suits? And they all thought it was like Harvey Specter. I was like, it's not Harvey Specter. And is it a verified account or not? That's oh yeah, yeah, 100%. Because that's when I saw Whoa. the name, I was like, who's this? And I went, because I didn't know his actual like real name. Went in, I was like, holy shit. And I was like, what? I was playing it cool. I was like, what um, video did you see of mine that you liked? I'm always intrigued to see what people, what comes up on their FYP and stuff. Say more to me. <laughs> and I was like, um, he said something about lip syncing and he said, I'm very good at it. And I was like, oh, thank God. It wasn't one of, one of my accents. Like as in just me talking. Yeah. And then he sent me a voice message. And up until the point of him sending me the voice message, I thought this has to be a joke. Like someone is ripping the piss and making a laugh but he sent me a voice message and myself and my brother listened to it and my brother was like that's fucking him and I'm like I fucking know it's him <laughs> so like that's like the most famous person that's ever spoken to me Lewis Lit I got lit up is that it? That's, that's it that's all the famous people yeah anyone in real life physical famous person no, no. not even the dude Marty Gilfoyle <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's really famous what about the guy from Port Leash I can't remember his name he Robert talk- Sheen Robert Sheen you know how no I never met him he was uptown two weeks ago yeah he's always he's, al- he's always out and like like that kind of he's, there's always people swarming I've always like seen him on nights out but I like yeah. that I wouldn't be one to be like yeah, let him enjoy yeah. his night out like he's not home that often that's like, a very Irish response though because when famous people go out in other countries they get swab- swarmed all the time which is why they go to VIP clubs and why they go yeah. to places we don't go yeah I don't know 
Michael Fassbender was on a flight with me one morning going, because see, there's no first class in Europe, Also a very good looking man. Yeah, he's he's a very nice chap as well. Mm -hmm. Really, really nice. We had a great old chat on on the way down. Um, So there's no first class or business class or any sort of stuff where where famous people can hide out in the first class lounge. Yeah. There is an airport, but there's not on internal flights within Europe. Okay. And so if you fly enough, you will always end up on a flight with somebody really famous. Okay. But they're very quick to get in. So I... I always tried to find the seat that's closest to the front. So this one morning, the only morning that's ever happened, I got row two, seat, like A, B, C, D. So mm-hmm. I'm on the aisle and I'm on the front row. The next thing to me is the wall of the plane. Yeah. Perfect place to be. So I get onto the plane. But right in front of this guy has a baseball cap who joined the queue sideways from somewhere else and didn't have a bag. Okay. Just came in from the side and he's let jacket, baseball cap down. And he looked over his shoulder for a second and went, that's Michael. In my head, I was going to ask Michael, that's my Michael Valdez. Mm. So as you go on the plane, he has to show the ticket and the passport. The passport person goes, oh my God, it's Michael Fassbender. And you're like, it's been confirmed. <laughs> and it's definitely Michael Fassbender, yeah. So we get on the plane, as you're walking on, you have to show the ticket again. And he looks out, as you want to go, and he can see the stewardess going, that's Michael So he sit, but he sits down in my seat. You're like... Michael Fassbender sitting so on the seat. I show you want the ticket. Then I go over and went, that's my seat. And he goes, oh yeah, okay. And he slides over to the to the window. So I sit. There's no one between. He's bought both those seats, and he sits in the window thing. Uh, and he just he just looked out the window and let everybody got on the plane because you catch eyes with someone. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to be talking for hours. Uh, but anyway, we end up chatting on the plane. He's very nice. He's very nice. He's just home seeing mammy. So then flying mm. back out, going down to Portugal. Jesus, I haven't lived. I haven't met anyone. Just like, <laughs> well, I was in Braveheart, how I met Mel Gibson, which yeah, years ago, and Tom Hanks from Seven Private Ryan. Uh, and Tom Cruise was in uh Florence when we were testing cars, he was out having coffee and just wandered in beside us, thinking I may need to get into the old car <laughs> journalism because <laughs> this fucking job ain't working out for me. <laughs> That's what you're into. Most of them are most, most the famous people I've ever met are usually quite nice until crowds appear. Yeah, once, once crowds appear, then they get uptight because they're out, they're working now you yeah. follow what I mean so they kind of yeah. have to you can't relax like um, it's just anxiety yeah I remember when uh, um, Ewan McGregor was in I can't remember who he was it was somewhere in Scotland and he, he, now he was just there nothing to do with us but he was just riding home or doing something at home yeah. but he pulled up in a town and after 10 seconds he was just rinse and repeat just someone would turn into this arm he'd take a picture they'd disappear the next one would come the next one would come and he could tell that that's not stressing him but that's definitely a job. Like it's his yeah. job to stand there and just yeah. do that same smile over and over. It must be hard. Like it's like, <laughs> like that yeah. for, kind of forced smile to not like, especially if you're not, if you're gone beyond that point of being happy to be recognized, like uh, out in your daily <laughs> yeah. life when you're having to take these photos, you're like <clears throat> pained. Yeah. It must be hard because you it can't is, turn it it's off. It's exhausting. They couldn't turn it off at that level. You can't, yeah. you can't stop it. Like, And there's also that certain element of it where you can't meet it with angst because they're your fans and they're fans of you. Plus they film like, these days and yeah. they put it up online. Going, yeah. And then the you're bollocks. an asshole. Yeah. That bastard. He was, so not, he was so not nice to me, you know. He's just such a weirdo. He <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't let me take his photo. Yeah. Again, with his family. Mm. <laughs> Everyone so, around him. No private life. That's what happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. Do you like being famous? You're you're getting there. Do I like being famous? Uh, I I don't. I'm not famous at all. But I don't talk about my private life at all, on anything. Do you know? No, I don't. I don't share enough. I don't share like I share like if I go out or I'll share if I go somewhere or whatever. But anything to do with my private life, I'm not very forthcoming. I think if you if you open 
your life up to a certain aspect of it it just there's no limit as to what people feel that they mm. should know about you and i'd rather not have that like yeah that's true my kids aren't online at all at all and at all no they do play video games and yeah. they don't have any social media profiles um so they don't have a play like loads of people go daughter reveal wife reveal they're just not interested mm. they've never been interested yeah um they know that daddy stops for selfies in the streets and they know that I drive lots of cars. Yeah. After that, they're just not interested in being in the yeah. pictures. And they become quite clever at it. Because I had a private life growing up. Mm. All the things that happened from the 70s to essentially the middle of the 90s is unrecorded. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing much. Yeah. You didn't. You could do what you wanted. You could wear what you wanted. You could go where you like. Mm. You could go to Dublin for the day and no one knew where you were at 16 yeah. or 17 years old. And there was no like... Uh, the journal wasn't didn't exist, so your your name wasn't in lights going. This child has been missing for five hours. Yeah, just didn't happen. You just went and did what you wanted to do and come home whenever you're ready. And you're in the oven. That'd be yeah. it. No one question how long it was. And there was no mobile phones. There was no Apple tags. There was no ways. How did people know what you had for dinner if you didn't weren't able to post? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> what did you have for dinner? I don't know. I if you remember. go to the gym, how will people? How did did you even go if you yeah. didn't take a photo? Like it never happened. No, no nothing ever really no. happened. It's all a memory now. You see, it's on the back of your head. Sick. But that's it. Like nobody could keep track of you. Imagine that. Imagine being able to yeah. go out of your house today, walk a mile away, and no one knew where you were. Do you know that? The, I don't know if you know this, but there's a there's a feature on Snapchat. It's called Snap Maps. Have you yes, seen I've that? seen this. Yeah, I think that's insane. That's mad. People telling people exactly where you are. Yeah. You know, mine's turned off. <laughs> I'm in ghost mode permanently. Yeah. I, I turned mine off. After yeah. I seen, because at one time, because I, 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 I moved over to Snapchat a little bit. I have no idea how many people follow me on Snapchat. There's mm. a lot of them anyway. Um, and I went into that Snap map and it showed me everyone who's followed me. And then I started zooming, zooming, zooming. I could see people were in Junction 17. Mm. And... Then I really did question, because these are young people, why would you do this to yourself? Why yeah. would you make that so wide open people come to you? And I understand it's friends and all. But for me, it's like, no, I'm okay. When I go inside the house, I'm done. I'm finished. Like, yeah. don't don't come near the house. Don't. Like, we've been on nights out, and I've seen some of the, the younger girls on, like, my football team, and they're, like, straight onto the snap maps, and they're looking, and they're like, who's in town? And I'm like, oh, my God. Is that not, like, God. a Tinder thing? Is that, like, a date thing? Can you do it on Tinder? No. All oh, right, I Jesus, never used Tinder. I think, I no I think, I think uh, Tinder might be a bit predatory <laughs> if, if you put a map on it. <laughs> I think it's a bit predatory anyway. Like, but I think all that online life, that online stuff, is kind of uh, predatory mm. I, uh, to some degree. There's a little bit yeah. of that out there for sure. Everybody finds a way to do something. Yeah, to get, like keep tra- like. Also, have you ever? <laughs> I've only copped this as of recently because I wasn't. I used to always have a private account on my Instagram. So now Jesus, my, you my, got a private account as well. No, I used to. It's not private anymore. Um, but now that it's public, um, have you ever clicked into your photos and seen how many people have saved your photos? Oh my God, no. Can you do that? Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. And it's frightening. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, it's frightening to see how many people have saved your photos. Like, What are they doing with them? I don't know. Right in, tell us. Tell us for the next week. And it's what never, do you do it's never one, like, the they never save photos when it's, like, anyone else in the photo or, like, photos of, like, Kilronan Castle that I put up. It's just, like, selfies, mm. <laughs> outfit pics, and it's, like, multiple save downs. And I'm, like, I am uncomfortable with the environment set in the studio today. I'm, I'd be terrified. I yeah. wouldn't want to know. I don't care. I don't really put up a lot of pictures of me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I put up more pictures of cars on Instagram because yeah. that's what people want and what they expect or, mm. or something that interests me. 
Um, because I find I used to do that on Twitter. So I yeah. used to just tweet something because Twitter's a good place for an instant reaction to something. Something's happening in front of you, you take a picture, you go, Wow, this is crap, right? Mm. And you put it up on Twitter. But Instagram's not quite that good at it. But Twitter's a breeding ground for yeah. for things you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> it is um <laughs> <laughs> it's or, got a bit of everything, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, if you if you like carpets, someone tell you more about linos. And, yeah. you know, there's always or if something. you're a farmer, the vegans will get you. Yeah. So I I stay out of Twitter these days, even though I, I've probably six thousand followers or something on Twitter. I don't really go. I think that I have much. like two hundred on Twitter. But I had delete. I had a Twitter account and I deleted it when my TikTok started taking off. I actually deleted Twitter originally because it was just so toxic. But also because I had it for so many years, you can't. There's like so far you can go back deleting stuff. I didn't yeah. want anything to ever be like. Do you know when you're young and you oh, say yeah, stupid course, shit yeah. like? So I just wiped the whole thing, and then someone took my username. But that's happening today. I mean, ten year old accounts now. Yeah. People who've become public life. That's kind of why I did it. To be honest, I was like. Yeah, I know. There's that's, no way, like. It's the breeding ground for hell in the yeah. past, like. But like, it, it, that's the scary. That's why. That's what worries me about my kids as well. Is that once they start tweeting something or instagramming something it's out there now yeah people save it like you did you know yeah that sort of save thing that goes on it comes back and haunts you later mm. on you know what you say is screenshot is and i know snapchat tells you when someone screenshots the other end but it's too late they've screenshot you know it is <laughs> but then you're just like oh, you're dead to me <laughs> <laughs> goodbye if i have or like i it's oftentimes where i'm like if i send you this don't screenshot and they're like i'm like, i swear don't screenshot and they're like okay <laughs> and I'm like, i swear i'll know <laughs> I'll be watching for that notification. Coming yeah. Up. <laughs> right. So I have a couple more questions here. Now. Oh my God. You look really organized. Yeah. Uh, well, she writes them down. I put them on Google Docs. <laughs> yeah. I had to download that fucking app to edit as well. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I have it here. Look, it's, on, it's already open. I'm, I'm an Apple user, but I, I'm very Google oriented as well. So, Christmas Day routine. Same seeing as this is be, this will be released next week, we're clo- we're we're one week closer Jeez, to, Christmas. Close to Christmas. Yeah, I was thinking so when these start coming in, I was like, it's very early to be talking about Christmas, and then I was like, this is gonna be released on like the thirteenth, fourteenth. Mm. So I mean, it's not that early. No, it's two weeks after that, isn't mm. it? Really, Christmas Day. What's yours? <laughs> so get up and do nothing. Get up and start drinking. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I was joking. That's me as well, though. Literally hot, hot coffee, coffee with a bit of whiskey in the morning. Um, we are. My nephew is eleven, and he's the Christmas spirit in the house. So we get up with him, and it could be half eight, nine o'clock, and straight away, um, I'll be on the Aperol spritzes, and Sean will be drinking cans, <laughs> and Mam will come into us at eleven o'clock in the morning to say, "Dinner's at three o'clock. You better not be fucked for dinner." And we we're already like, "Yeah, no bother, yeah." <laughs> And it just continues like that. And usually my older brother, he's a prison officer. He'd be working until it could be, I don't know, six or seven. He comes in. Last year, specifically, we were like, come on, you play catch up. Come on. Went out and shotgun cans. Like, do you, have you ever shotgun cans? No. Well, when you I was very it, young. Yeah, you know what it is. Like, but Sean was the only one doing it. And Sean already had like a slab of cans. And I'm like, <laughs> Sean also wrapped a can. In Christmas paper, put it in the fridge and had me bring it to him Stephen's Day morning <laughs> to open it up to start the day again with another can. Oh, so God. you don't pace yourself. You just start. You get up in the morning, just start drinking, and you keep I, going until you fall asleep. Yeah. Do you have a snooze in the afternoon? No, I, th- I said this on the on the podcast last week. If anyone was listening, if you weren't listening, myself and my brothers have an unnatural tolerance for alcohol. It's sick. If we do end up napping, it's solely from the amount of food we've eaten. 
but it's just insane. Jeez. No, I wouldn't be that bad now. But I would have an Irish coffee in the morning. Nice Maybe touch. a bit of porridge with some whiskey on the edge of it. Did you ever oh, try that? No. Oh, Jesus, gorgeous. You have you can do it any morning now. It's only small, <laughs> just a little small drop of whiskey. But a lovely ball of fruity porridge. Do whatever, put all your normal stuff yeah. in it. But then just on the edge of it, just put in a little trace of whiskey around the side Oh, of it. my it's God. Such a treat. You can do the same with um, Cool Swan or Bailey's or any of that sort oh of stuff. Oh, my God. Into your porridge. Gorgeous. Tell me you're an alcoholic without telling me you're an alcoholic. You can't have breakfast with a whiskey in it. I got that from Ray Darcy. Really? Ray Darcy gave me that tip. Yeah, he's from Kildare Town as well, from Camping Crescent around the back of my house mm. in Station Road. Um, he's a bit older than I am, but we kind of grew up in the same, went to the same school and all sorts yeah. of But I was on his radio show uh, talking about cars and at the end of the day he was going, because he was talking about running, because I was running as well. Yeah. Uh, and he runs every day. He's built like a stick. He runs every single day. Long mm. runs. And he said, oh no, I have porridge in the morning, a bit of whiskey on it. Like, Wait now, back up on this whiskey thing. You're, you're like you a... You had me at whiskey. Yeah. But that's, a, yeah, Christmas Day, we'd be fairly similar, but we'd, we'd um, have dinner around the same time. Yeah, early yeah. in the day would be dinner time. Yeah. But after dinner now, it's like, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm such an old man and nap is the most all wonderful the, All thing. the generic Christmas movies on TV and oh, Ice Age. I love all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I love all that stuff. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And yeah, so we end up... <laughs> It's funny, there's no like, and there's no gambling or anything like that on like mm. Christmas Day. So, myself and the two brothers end up fucking back in virtual horses <laughs> <laughs> Christmas night. We'd be pissed and we'd be like, just pick, picking solely on the basis of funny names because that's like, I mean, you're not back in farm because they're cartoons, you know? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's what our house is like. Or we end up in a, in a heated um, game of poker or something like that where nobody has money to put forward. <laughs> we'd end up watching Die Hard. Or something on the TV till I fall asleep. And then I wake up and drink some more wine, empty the place out mm. like, and then off to bed. And then the next day it starts again. Pretty much Stephen's Day will be just a repeat of Christmas Day, possibly with sandwiches instead of dinner. But maybe the dinner will be just recreated again from start. We got this game, it's called, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, What's That Meme? No. You heard of it? It's basically it's like, do you, know, do you know like all those meme, those generic meme yeah. images, like whether it's the taxidermy cat or anything like that? And then there's cards with all captions in it. So there, two years ago, we were playing it. Is this a board game or on a phone or something? No, no. Well, it's card game. So like, the, there's pictures. There's cards that have pictures on them. So there's a picture. They'll be placed in front and everyone so has So they've taken set. the internet and turned it into physical cards yeah, again. A card game. So you have your image that's placed up on, on a little pedestal. Everyone has their captions. And there'll be like one kind of like host per se so everyone else then puts their but they look at their cards they could have five cards and it's like they have to pick the best caption to suit the the picture so everyone puts down their cards and the host reads them out sure of course there's like there's like pc cards and then there's this really filthy batch of cards <laughs> and we got my dad playing it and we we're like fuck it we'll fuck in the dirty ones so the dirty ones went in and literally he the host he had to read them out and I honestly thought all of us were about to give birth. We were laughing that much. <laughs> like, what was on the card? Oh, Can I, you even I, repeat it? I actually, I have I it. X-rated, but <laughs> I have it on my TikTok. It's actually a video on my TikTok. It said something like, "When when you're hitting it raw." And she says, come inside me, daddy, or something oh, like Jesus that. And he said it. And it came out and he said it. And then he realized what he had said. And then my older brother has this really high-pitched laugh. And he took off and then I took off and we just couldn't breathe. And dad was like, oh, I'm not playing this anymore. <laughs> You're hooking dad's playing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Sounds like an ideal Christmas day. Yeah. 
funny, all all the laughter. What I love you? Christmas. I love Christmas, though. Do you, yeah, me too. I sing Christmas jingle shit in the what's middle your of fa- summer. What's your favourite Christmas song? Uh, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. rock. It's a real fucking ordinary, simple yeah, song. Yeah, I love Last Christmas. Never get sick of it. Oh, oh I never, yeah, never get sick of it. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. Shame George Michael's gone, but yeah. I know. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant song. Um, any of the Christmas, even Michael Bublé does it pretty it's well. It's beginning to look. And I know he just appears like out uh, around November. He appears <laughs> out and starts going, it's beginning to look. Oh, it's Michael but, Bubbles. But in my mind, it's uh, like a sort of, I, I absolutely adore it. Up to Stephen's, up to Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is like a letdown. Yeah. And Stephen's Day starts to get a little bit worse until you reach New Year's Eve. Yeah. It just feels a little bit of a letdown when it actually happens. Because you know if you got there and it's just about to be over. Like, yeah. Just one day. And then the build up the is way better. Ends. Yeah. And just meeting up with everyone as well and doing all yeah. the Christmas bits and the Christmas socializing, which I've been doing a fair bit of. <laughs> yes. Permanent hangover stage. I am retiring. I'm retired until after and then I have a wedding on Thursday. So You're I'm, back on Thursday, yeah, I know, yeah. We don't have a podcast this Friday though, so you don't have to see God, the hangover. Be this grand. Year. What's your favourite Christmas movie? It's not a Christmas movie, but it's Die Hard, the first one, okay. and even the second one, which is a bit more of a Christmas movie because it did do snow in it. But the first one is not meant to be a What's Christmas What's the movie. quote from Die Hard? Is that? yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. In America, because they can't do motherfucker, it's yippee ki mother lover. Mother lover? Mother lover, yeah. Oh, good this. lord. And Because I, I was sitting in a in a in a, a W hotel in Austin, Texas, after driving to shout out BMWs on Circuit of the Americas, you know the Foreign One track? Mm. Um, they just hired the track out and let us go around the thing. And I was sitting back, completely jet-lagged, wide awake, middle of the night stuff, thinking it's, it's like six o'clock in the evening at home. And I'm watching all the medical ads, because mm. medical there's nothing wall-to-wall medical ads. So they show you a couple of old people who go, you can live life to the best of your abilities. You just take this drug. It's absolutely fantastic. And they show old people holding hands, walking on the street. They're talking about erectile dysfunction, all that sort of stuff. Then they, they have to give you the warnings. So at the end of the ad, instead of putting a little strap line underneath saying warning, mm. at the end of the ad, the guy comes on and goes, warning, you could die if you take this. You could, Your eyes could bleed. Your ears could fall off. And this comes on the end of it. At the end of every single of these ads, so I've become fascinated by these medical ads. But then um, Die Hard comes on. And I go, fuck, deadly, deadly, fucking die hard, deadly. I sat back and I was kind of dozing in the middle of it. Yippee-ki-yay, mother lover. And after a while, I'm going, do you say mother lover? And then the, at that point, it was ruined. Yeah, the whole movie is gone. And Mine is, um, I don't know if you can consider it a Christmas movie. It kind of rounds up at, at the end of Christmas, but the holiday. The holiday. So it's one with Cameron Diaz and oh, Kate yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. It's a real soppy, soft one. And it's I always end up watching it when I'm hungover. I'm like, this is nice. This is nice. Are you into the soppy romantic movies? Only when I'm hungover. All right. I never want to watch them when I'm not hungover. It's like a show. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a virtual hug or something. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm there wrapped up in my seventy blankets on the couch, and like, what? What could hold me right now? The holiday. The holiday could hold me right now. <laughs> but you do need. I, there's times where I just want to sit back and watch an old black and white York on TV and just be. Yeah. Because they're so innocent and simple and yeah. easy to watch, you know. They're it's leave Lauren leave Hardy the brain at the door kind of stuff. Something that you don't have to give too much yeah. energy to that you could kind of fall asleep maybe a little. Nap you can in predict between. the whole timeline of this movie yeah. at the start of the yeah. movie. Ten and minutes in, you're okay. like, they're going to end up together. <laughs> I know exactly how this is going. He's end. going to die. <laughs> There's going to be a little jeopardy in the middle, but other than the jeopardy part, they're going to end up together at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But those movies are kind of good. I like those. I like those kind of. Um, but then I, I'm one of those criers as well, so I'll cry at movies and do that sort of you stuff. You will. Oh, gotcha. I'm yeah. not usually. 
but there's certain times like like number one if i'm hungover mm. if i'm hungover i <laughs> might cry. cry like there was a, a movie i watched recently and i didn't expect it to be um emotional whatsoever it's called head full of honey have you seen it no it's on netflix it's about this um old man and he gets dementia and his about his granddaughter bringing her off, bringing him off on this like journey to italy to kind of bring back the memories and stuff like that five minutes in i was bawling mm. i was like oh my god this is terrible and another one um wonder have you seen wonder no wonder is um Judy Roberts and Owen Wilson and they have a, a son and he's born born with a kind of a deformity so he's like homeschooled for years and they finally have to send him to school. And it's all about him going to school and then like the first day of them bringing him to school and being worried about him. I start bawling just at him walking into the school. I was like, I nearly <laughs> rang mom and I was hungover. I was like, do you ever stop worrying about kids when you have them? And she's like, never. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm just, I'm just encouraged her. Yeah, never. Yeah, you don't. Do you ever watch Afterlife? Yes. Ricky Gervais thing. Yeah. Very that well. makes me freak out. Because, oh, yeah? yeah, because I can imagine me, my wife. Yeah. He's, if it's his wife, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. So you put yourself in their situation. Yeah. He's very good at it. Um, that makes me cry quite regularly. Oh, my God. See? Depends on the situation. Depends on what the movie is. But yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. worried about it. it. But mo- mostly, if I'm in a normal situation, it would be have to be a, an animal. Something happened to an animal and I'll ball. A human human can die right in front of me and I'll be fine if I'm if I'm completely sober and not hungover. Do you ever watch a movie called Bird Box? Yes. That's another That's movie. the Sandra Bullock one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Her to be blindfolded yeah, yeah. on him. The two kids in that make me because it puts because I have kids, so yeah, you yeah. immediately put yourself in a situation. What would you do if there were your kids? Like? Yeah. So it's that moment of I don't have kids, but I have a dog. It's kind it's of the same thing. Imagine, imagine a dog in human shape form and something is wrong with him. And then it's like, Oh my god. Yeah, that's kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's scary. What it, it's scary, it's a scary thing to think about. Christmas movies we were talking about. Now we're talking about weeping. We're talking, we're talking about crying. This is kids dying, and <laughs> <laughs> This is like oh David Cody's quote today. I'm gonna round it up with <laughs> the last question. Which does Hitler remo- like beer? <laughs> does Hitler like beer? I'm not sure if anyone asked him at the time. That's I'm a gonna... David Cody question, by the way. Did Hitler like a pint? That's what he asked. Today. I don't know. Maybe he mightn't have been as miserable if he drank. <laughs> maybe he needed a pint. Maybe that's what it was. Hitler needed pints. He needed a pint of Pints Guinness. help everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. And moving on for the soppy from the Christmas and rolling into the weeping for the last question of the night, which is chicken filler roll. What yeah. do you get in yours? Mayonnaise. Just mayonnaise. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Chicken fillet and mayonnaise on the roll. Oh, Jesus. Real and old school plain. Toss up, if you had to pick, chicken fillet roll or breakfast roll? Breakfast roll. Oh, no, I couldn't. There's just yeah. too much going on in there, like. Yeah, but you can separate it all out and cut it in half and put a sausage on either end of it. And then you put a little bit of each of the things into either end of the breakfast roll. Yeah, Instead of eating one big, like, foot-long breakfast roll <laughs> thing with everything just rammed through the middle of it. Oh, God, I don't know. I couldn't eat a breakfast roll. I don't think so. I'd, sit, I'd easily sit down to have a fry. What's in your chicken fillet roll? It depends on the day and how I'm feeling. So sometimes Just I'll involve get, a hangover Yeah But I actually would only ever Get a chicken filler roll If I'm hungover I'd never eat that In a normal day Then you so, go and work out In the gym six yeah. times In the same day Because you put Sit out in the sauna 7, For calories. two hours Just to sweat all the calories <laughs> Right out of me You know And don't drink water For two days Just so I'm dehydrated I know Do you choose the bread Do you like What kind of bread is it It's a What kind of bread just is it Just a normal roll Or just, do you go after Like seeded breaded don't grain. know once it's a crispy bitch that's all I care about okay, I hate right. them rolls they're soft so do I yeah uh, the undercooked ones the ones that are hard and both I want them soft crispy. In the middle, yeah, it's horrible crispy so crispy all over 
it'll either be chicken fillet, not spicy, because I don't like plain. No, plain. plain. Um, cheese and coleslaw. Or it could be mayonnaise and lettuce and cheese. Or, <laughs> or curveball. It could be mayonnaise, lettuce and stuffing. Stuffing, that was a good one. Oh, it's a, gr- oh, a, good it's a great show. Yeah. It's a great show. And there, I got that from Cafe Latte used to do, the, I don't know if they still do food, lunch for School Creek Street for the school that we were in. And they used to do these crispy white rolls with mayonnaise, chicken, lettuce and stuffing for the lunch. And it was like two euro. Mm. And that's where I the stuffing relive part, it. That does it for me. Stuffing with chicken or turkey or any of those yeah. white meats, all good. Yeah. But as plain as, as plain as can be with me. Mm. Yeah. When, I was, when I was in school, there was no shop that did food you brought your own food mm. or you brought the only thing the shop did was sell cigarettes and singles you could buy one cigarette oh at a time so wow. they sold them to school kids the local shop would sell cigarettes to school kids in once good lord <laughs> five pence for one cigarette back in pence times right so I, now that we've spoken about the chicken filler roll oh, i'm going on to my last what we know i know it, and i'm only after thinking about because i've mentioned it the last thing I'm going to ask is, where is your favourite place to grab lunch in Portlaoise? And if so, what do you get? Bloody hell. I have to exclude one from the other now. Okay, I'll, I'll go first. You go, yeah. Yeah. Cafe Latte Club Sandwich is <laughs> the goat. It is the be-all Cafe Latte. Just keep doing what you're doing. They, have you ever had the Club Sandwich? No, I haven't. Anyone I've recommended no. the Club Sandwich to. Anyone... That's had it knows, and anyone that hasn't had it, you will know because you're going to get one. But it's unbelievable, like mm. trailers and so much mayonnaise. You like mayonnaise? I do like mayonnaise. Yeah. And there's so much mayonnaise on it; it's unreal. You need to you need to go I'm get yourself. Now this is late at night, and we're not supposed to have. Go to Cafe Latte tomorrow and get yourself a club sandwich. I'll have there's that. free sponsorship. Sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, with Cafe club Latte. sandwiches. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> get in touch with us. Uh, I don't really because I, I we go to Mulholland's once in a while and get a, like a salad roll, okay, which they do like good a good crispy salad roll with mm. like turkey and lettuce and the whole lot. But that would be a rare treat now. Okay. Wouldn't do much of that because I get fat again. You've only just started the PT. Yeah. Yeah, it might be counterproductive. Yeah, it would be. Um, we've been to down to Duro, uh, which is not, I know not in Port Leash, but there's a little cafe down at Duro that Bose. does some, uh, Bose does absolutely awesome I have not foods. been. Uh, there was one day I committed to going over and it was a Sunday. I didn't realise they didn't open on a Sunday. I drove all the way over and they were closed. Yeah, like, it's a breakfasty lunch thing life. rather than anything else. But yeah, it's absolutely awesome food. There's mm. a thing called a breakfast, power breakfast or something on it. Yeah. It's like a slice of bread, asparagus, uh, some kind of cheese, halloumi um, cheese, and then two poached eggs sitting on top of that mm. and I'm definitely more of a breakfast girl than a lunch girl, to be honest. I am too. I'd be breakfast and dinner. I wouldn't really worry too much about lunch. Breakfast and dinner, no problem. Mm. And after that, no problem. Cafe latte, Bob's coming your way tomorrow. I'm coming your way tomorrow. I want a club sandwich. (laughs) Club sandwich. Club sandwich. See, my first minute in the door, just put a club sandwich on and don't have to ask for it. I suppose we should do the fuck right off then. What's the... Oh, yeah, I never think of these fuck right off things. And now it's time for fuck right off. (laughs) Just stop for a minute. Just off for me because then Matt is going to have to do the little thingy. The little, the yeah, Matt, do the little cut there. Yeah, the little cut. Put your bits in here. Don't put your, no, just your bit, not bits. Um. Fuck right off. Fuck right off. Fuck off. Fuck right off. He can fuck right off. <laughs>
<laughs> Omnicron can fuck right off. Is that yeah. the thing? What's called Omnicron? Omnicron. Yeah, isn't it called Omnicron? Like that's the new strain. That's the new of strain COVID. of COVID. Yeah. I don't keep up with it whatsoever. I don't either. I just I heard that the other day, and all I could think of was like Transformers. Yeah, that's why I was like Optimus Prime. Um, I'm trying to think what can fuck right off. What can fuck right off? Oh yeah, everyone else not being here tonight can fuck right off. David Cody can fuck right off. Mac Harry, <laughs> you can also fuck right off. Eamon for going to Dundrum and not being able to let us into this fucking place can fuck right off. At least the lights were on when we got here, but you can still fuck right off. Everyone though, yeah. can fuck right off. Round of applause, I'll fuck right off. That's it. That's you. What's that? Do you want to say anything? I was going to say Omnicron. Is it called Omnicron? Omnicron. I don't know. The new variant of COVID can fuck right off. <laughs> I'm not fucking going back to the lockdown. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. The fact that it is half eight in the evening and Cafe Latte is closed and I can't get a club sandwich <laughs> out after talking about it can fuck right off. <laughs> I want a breakfast roll. I know it's half eight at night, but oh. you know, it's fucking breakfast somewhere. It's breakfast time somewhere in the world. It sounds like such a car. And I always say, whenever I'm in the airport and I order drinks, I'm like, huh. It's five o'clock somewhere. I'm like, shut up, Karen. Exactly. Yeah. Shut up, I Karen. love that when I'm going out on a red eye flight in the morning. There's two lads sitting in the pub drinking pints. Like, <laughs> but you always get to that point where you're having the crack in the airport bar. You're like, will we even bother going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I'm always lip. Uh, well, it's a well-known fact now at this stage. Everyone thinks I'm an alcoholic, so let's just keep that straight up. <laughs> well, you do talk a lot about drink and hangovers. It's only because I wasn't able to drink for so long. That's all. All right. Okay. Why would you ever drink? Sport. Oh, she's just making up for lost time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pack it, pack it up, pack it in, and let me begin. That's it. That's it. You want you can answer. you can do the roundup there if you want. What's the roundup? That thanks for listening. To oh, right, sorry. I just <laughs> say sign off like a sign off thing. Sign okay. off. Yeah, we could have one on record that Matt could insert either. But if you want to, or you just tell people to fuck right off. No, you, sorry. No, if you're still watching at this point, congratulations, you got here. If you want to sponsor you this podcast, it. you can. You can sponsor us. If you also want to supply club sandwiches, have a lot. Oh yeah, a few little sandwiches around the afternoon. A few little, few little sandwiches. Just we a little recording. platter, a little platter of sandwiches while we're recording Cafe Latte. Sorry, I, like I name dropped Cafe Latte there in the podcast that gets thousands of listeners. So, <laughs> I mean, Club Sandwich should be the least of your worries. You're famous now, yeah. Cafe Prepare for the cues. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Fuck, I'd be at the head They probably don't even listen to Off the Leash. They're going to be like, what the fuck is happening? What are they talking about at the counter when they say Off the Leash sent me? <laughs> What's an off the leash? What's off the leash? <laughs> but thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. Subscribe here or on Spotify. We're on both those. We're wherever you get your podcast. That's where yeah. we are, actually. Uh, and we'll be back next week, I'm sure, with the, the full crew, or at least some part of the crew. <laughs> at least like some some more crew, maybe. It could some just more. it could just be us. It, it could just be, be just us, us again. Or it could just be Louise on her just own. Just me by myself. It'll be fine though. Be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> Just be you. Be yourself. Right. Good luck and God bless. God bless. Goodbye. See you later on. Oh, bye bye. Safe home.